episode 169. Hi, welcome to my mum's show. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm absolutely delighted to have you here. If you are a new listener, then I want to wish you a very warm welcome. And if you are a regular, then I want to wish you a very warm welcome too. Thank you for joining me again today. So as you know, every now and then I do these episodes which are all about sort of offering, I guess, my thoughts on a particular topic because I do get asked about certain things just so often. So it's very, um, it's hard for me to get back to everybody because otherwise I would never get anything done <laughs> as much as I want to be able to help everybody. Um, so, you know, a while ago I started doing these episodes and it's a really good way for me to be able to help people with offering my thoughts and being able to help other people at the same time because a lot of the time, you know, a lot of people have the same kind of questions. So that's kind of, yeah, what this episode is about. Before we get started, I just want to ask you a favor. If you are a regular listener and you like the show, I would absolutely love for you to pop on over to the Apple Podcasts app or whatever app you listen to the podcast on and go down to ratings and reviews and just tap the stars. If you love the show, tap five stars. And if you have a few minutes, even writing a review would be absolutely amazing. And it helps new single mums to find this podcast. So I'd be super, super grateful if you could do that. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the show and then you'll never miss an episode. So it's a win-win. Thank you to everybody who does write in and, you know, ask for my thoughts. I would like it super flattering. And I'm, honestly, I'm honored that you would care what I think, to be honest. <laughs> so um, I'm really glad to be able to help. And just so you know, everybody that whose questions I do ask, they... I ask for permission. I never just go reading out emails. I will always respond and say, hey, great question. Do you mind if I use this in a podcast episode? I just, I'm at the point now where I can't even respond to everybody because I just get so many emails every day. And as I said, like I would just never be able to do anything else. So I'm very sorry for that. But, you know, if you do have a question, please do feel free to send me an email. And if I get the chance to read it over and, you know, think I can help you, I would definitely get back to you and ask you if I can use it in a podcast episode. I'm so sorry that I'm not able to give like one-on-one -on -one advice just to anyone who emails me, but I do also offer one-on-one -on -one intensive sessions. So I'll put that link in the show notes. If that is something that you want to do, if you want to pick my brain, if you want to talk something over, if you want to get my advice or thoughts on something, book in a session and we can chat. It's so easy and I can do it with anyone all over the world. So I'd, I'd be more than happy to chat with you about that. I'll put the link in the show notes. As I said, Anyway, let's get into this week's episode. I've got a couple of questions for you that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to. So let's get started. Okay, so first question. She wrote, hi, Julia, I love listening to your podcast. You do a fabulous job. Thank you. I want to know about things that you wished you'd known or done before the split, e.g. setting yourself up before leaving. I'm actually still married. I'm a stay-at-home mum to two very young children and my husband works long and irregular hours as a surgeon. 
but also controls all the money and acts out this power. I feel quite trapped and was wondering if I were to leave, how would I do it? The easy option is staying and putting up with horrible attitudes, verbal abuse, resentment, etc., but an affluent, easy life. I learned so much from your podcast. It feels like it gives me options. Thank you. Okay, first of all, thank you so much for writing in and I'm so glad you love my podcast. Thank you. You're not the first person who I've heard from actually who is actually not separated and, um, you know, listens to the show quite regularly. I think, I don't know, it's funny, isn't it? It's like when you know that something might be happening and you're just like, I need to get myself prepared. Obviously, I can't tell you whether you should leave or not. What I can tell you is that, I mean, it's hard. Relationships are hard and I don't think anyone needs to put up with verbal abuse and a horrible relationship and it makes me really sad when I see people in these kind of relationships because I'm just like that's not life like there's so much more to life and we can all be happy you know and I know that the the harder option is leaving definitely like it is a big call to do it is a huge life change and obviously it's affecting not just your life it's affecting everybody around you's life And um, it's a big call. I get it. You know, I really do. And I remember agonizing over my decision for for ages, you know, like it was hard. It was really hard. And in the end, I think the only thing that made me feel really good about it was knowing that I'd done everything. So before you leave, I would honestly, I would suggest to you to tell your husband, I don't know, you know, what you've written to me is all I know, but I would open up the communication, tell him that you're unhappy, tell him that, you know, you're not happy with his money situation. Like it's financial abuse, what he's doing by the sounds of it. I mean, I don't know, but the way that you're saying he controls all the money and acts out this power, it's financial abuse. See if you can get him to counseling, you know, open up, just do what you can. Because I think I know that when I look back on my relationship, I'm like, I know I did everything to hopefully make that relationship last I did everything to try and fix it and I know I did everything in my power and I'll never look back and go I could have done this or what if this or what if that or maybe I could have done this or that like I know that I gave it my all and I'll never have that kind of what if conversation in my head because I did it all you know I did it all I tried it all and um, there was no (laughs) hope for us for me leaving was a matter of like there was no choice in the end. I was so unhappy and I was like, I actually cannot stand to live with this man for another day. Like I was so unhappy. And also knowing that I wanted to give my kids and a good life and I wanted to show, not my kids, I've only got one, but like, <laughs> I wanted to give my daughter a good life and I wanted to show her that I was happy and that I I wanted to be a good role model for her as a woman because I wasn't being a good role model for her as a woman at all. I was this really timid person. I'd lost myself. I was, I was not the like prime version of Julia that is available. And now I am, you know, and I feel like I give my daughter the best mother that she can have. Not always, you know, obviously I have, I'm tired and often cranky and (laughs) impatient and whatever, but What I can tell you is that we have a very happy home and she would not have had that if we were together, her father and I were together. So um, in terms of setting yourself up, I'm really hesitant to talk about this stuff 
kind of publicly on a podcast because what I would advise to you is probably not like, um, you know, PC. But I think a lot of it just comes down to planning. I think when you've made the decision, if you are in a situation where there is this financial thing, like you need to plan, you can't just get up and leave. So it is about, you know, putting money aside. It's about working out what you're going to do talk to your family, talk to friends. Can you go and stay with someone for a while? I mean, the thing is, it's it's very hard when you're a stay-at-home mum and you haven't worked in a while. But the good news is that he's going to have to pay you child support. And there's also the spousal contribution support. And then, you know, there's the splitting of the assets. And I would suggest that you go and see a lawyer, you know, and just don't get bullied. So many women, I think, lose out because they have no idea of what they're actually entitled to and they don't feel deserving of it because they say, oh, no, but I've just been at home with the kids. Like, I haven't actually earned any of it. Um, Yeah, that's a shitload harder. Seriously, looking after kids is bloody hard work and what you put into the relationship is just as if not more important than someone who's out there just earning money. So never ever feel like you're not deserving of any of that. But yeah, I would suggest seeing a lawyer. I would suggest getting putting some money aside like and if you can't have it in a account like cash, like start putting some cash aside. Talk to your family, come up with a plan, where can you live, you know, all that sort of stuff and just prepare yourself before you actually do it. But as I said, I would do everything else that you can before you actually leave because then you know that you've made the right decision because what happens if, you know, you can work it out? That would be awesome. You know, like I never encourage anyone to just leave. So you've definitely got options, you know, and you deserve to be happy. And, you know, I was speaking to a friend of mine recently who'd split up from her husband and she's like, I'm just so happy. Like I never thought I could be this happy, you know, like I'm off going on dates and like life is exciting again. And I feel like I'm just back to being me and I feel happy. And I just, I never thought this would happen to me. And I was like, this is just so good to hear. Like it's, it's amazing, you know, and the world is your oyster really. And I just think you deserve to be happy. So however that comes, I wish you all the best. Thank you for writing into me. Thank you for listening to the show. And I hope that helped a little bit and good luck. Okay, the next question is, hi, Julia, I've been listening to your podcast for some time. I'm trying to remember if you've covered the topic of what to do when you repartner and then your new partner struggles to accept your children. My new partner struggles to be on the same page about raising children. He believes my children are out of control and regularly makes comments that they are too attached to me. When should you just call it quits for the sake of your children? I'm constantly in a yo-yo as to what he is thinking. When I think things are going well, he then drops into a conversation that things need to change or this relationship can't continue. My first marriage was one of domestic violence and I'm scared that I've entered another relationship where emotional manipulation is evident. My children are wetting the bed every night and have become super clingy. He has told me that he doesn't want any more children. Deep down, I know that I'm not finished having children. We moved in together three months ago and the relationship hasn't been the same ever since. He has two children of his own and shares 50-50 custody of them. They are older than my twin five-year-olds. He has said that when my daughters start behaving better, then he will put an effort into spending time with them. Just reaching out for some unbiased advice. Thanks so much. Okay, honey, 
I think you know in your gut what, what you have to do. And look, I'm not here to tell you what to do and what not to do. But if you're asking me for some unbiased advice, it's um, I would not be staying in this situation. To me, this sounds actually quite scary. And I think this guy is manipulating you. I don't like the fact that he is telling you how to parent I think it's really difficult. I've been in a relationship before and I I think when you bring in two parents together with their own children, it's a challenge because I think I think it is about being on the same page with raising children because then you have one rule for one child and other rules for others. I mean, I don't know. Look, I've never lived with a partner that has a child, but I found the relationship that I had difficult because we were not on the same page and we parented very differently. So I think it's a really tough one in terms of like I think it's kind of unfair to say that they're too attached to you I mean five is quite young and you've been living with this guy and now you know his children for three months like of course they're going to be a bit clingy you know like this is a huge life change for them too and I personally don't think that your partner is maybe being very understanding of what the children are going through. This is not something that they just like accept immediately. You know, it's it's hard. And if it was my partner, I'd be wanting them to put in a lot of effort into making sure that my children feel safe and happy. And I would not be saying things like, I'm going to spend time with them when they start behaving better. Like that's just rude. You know, I mean, this is my opinion. I just think that's really rude. And I think he should be if he loves you and adores you and is, you know, a good partner, he would be supportive and be like, what can we do to help the kids? Like, of course, you know, spend time with them. Absolutely. Do what you have to do. Like, and it's also worries me that he doesn't want any more children and you do like, he's been very upfront, I guess, by the sounds of it about that. And I mean, this is not going to end well. One of you is going to have to compromise and it sounds like it's going to have to be you because he's told you that he's done and I mean where does that leave you you know like it's kind of a uh, yeah I don't know I mean for me having children is like a deal breaker if someone like if someone said to me that they didn't want to have children that would be a deal breaker for me but I guess you have to decide whether that is a deal breaker for you and how much you like this guy and how much you know you think you'd rather be with him then have more children. I don't know. But to be honest, I don't like the sound of this relationship. I think it sounds scary. I think it, um, it, it's just, it doesn't sound good to me. And, you know, having, if you've come from a marriage that you said was, um, abusive and it does sound like it could be another kind of dangerous relationship. Um, I would say tread carefully. I really would. And, um, make sure you look after you. Remember that you are a strong woman. I don't think anybody has the right to tell you what to do and what to do with your children. And that, you know, I just, I'm trying to be a little bit um, nice here, but I don't like the sound of it at all. So please be careful and thank you for reaching out and just know that you're so deserving of being with someone that, you know, is, is going to be really understanding and is going to be there for you and is going to help you and be more like 
a teammate with you. That's what I feel like partners should be, you know, and it sounds like you guys are not on the same team. Again, like I said to the person that I was answering the previous question, it's possible that going and speaking to a counsellor will help. I mean, you can give it a go, but it's up to you. I mean, only you can know what to do. What I've given you here is my thoughts on what you've said. Obviously, I don't know the full story, but another thing you could do is go and speak to someone, go and speak to a psychologist and just, you know, talk it out because it is a big decision, especially when you've moved in together and, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big call. Anyway, good luck. I hope this has helped a little bit and um, look after yourself. Okay, the last question that I will cover today is, Hi, Julia. I have tried on a number of occasions to set up a parenting schedule so my ex can see our son and speak to him, but he's let me down every time and we have been to mediation to see if that would help and it didn't work. He failed again. We live 700 kilometers away from each other. He changes his jobs and his mind all the time. He bullies me when he doesn't get his way and he whinges that he never sees our son, etc. But he doesn't do anything to help himself. I'm wanting to message him. So it basically says, go away. This isn't working until you grow up. But I need to be careful as I don't want it coming back onto me. Do you have any tips, please? Thank you again. Okay, so... I don't have a huge amount of information. I'm not sure how old your son is, but from what you've said, I kind of, I'm guessing that he's quite young because otherwise maybe he would be able to speak to him. I think, you know, one of the main things I would say to you is I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make sure that everything is flowing smoothly and sometimes it just isn't an option. I think we have to remember that and remind ourselves that our exes are adults, you know, they are grown men or women who are in charge of their own actions. And it is not up to us to ensure always that everything flows smoothly. I spent, you know, many, many months, almost a year at one point trying to get my ex involved. And I felt like it was my fault because I'd been the one to end the relationship and I was the one that had moved. And so I thought that it was up to me to make sure that they had a relationship, a father-daughter relationship. But at the end of the day, it wasn't something that I could control. It has to be up to them as well. They have to meet you halfway. There's only so much you can do and you can't feel guilty about it because it's not your thing that you have to do. And I tried and I tried and I used to just get so upset and then I just let it go because I realized that it wasn't up to me and he's a grown man, you know? So I think if you've been to mediation and it didn't work, I mean, I, I would just say do nothing. Like if you're, if you're, you know, this isn't really impacting on you, I guess, like you've got your son with you and you're living your life and I'm assuming, as I said, that your son's quite young. He probably doesn't really even realize what's happening. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, when he pulls himself together and he works out what he's going to do, then he'll just do it. I wouldn't start being aggressive and just going, no, blah, blah, blah. I would just say, be very firm and say, look, as you know, we've been to mediation or this is where I'm willing to meet you or this is what I'm willing to do, blah, blah, blah. And then leave it that and just say, that's what I've offered. Like, that's where I'm at. That's what's happening. That's all I can offer. 
and then don't keep arguing about it. You don't have to respond. If you've, if you've said your piece about what you would do, like that's all you have to do. I wouldn't go continue kind of arguments about it if that makes sense. As I said, like I don't know the whole story and I don't really know exactly what is happening. But that's kind of my advice, I guess, to you is just don't put it all on you to make it work. And maybe it won't work for a few months. Maybe he'll be gone for a few months and then he'll go, okay, you know what? I'm the adult here. I'm the man. If I want, or the woman, if I want to, well, no, he's a man. (laughs) If I want to see my son, I'm going to have to do something about it. You know, like they have to step up too. Yeah, I hope that helps and I hope I'm kind of on the right track there. Okay, thank you again for everybody who wrote in to me to ask me for my thoughts. I hope that's helped other people. If you're listening, I hope you've kind of maybe taken something from that as well. If you do want to get in touch with me, you can send me an email to julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com or you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at singlemothersurvivalguide. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you do want something answered and I can address it in one of these Ask Julia episodes, please write to me. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, I would love for you to rate this podcast in iTunes. And if you have a few minutes, even writing a review, it would be absolutely amazing and helps other single mums find this podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Okay, bye for now.